What If? With the right mindset, anything is possible. Join us now and find out how. It's time for the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Join us as successful life coach Marla Tabaka is here to inspire you and her clients to explore, discover, and live your dreams by developing what she calls the Million Dollar Mindset. Today, Marla is here to inspire you to take action on your dreams and reveal secrets to success that will help you realize your own unique power with the Million Dollar Mindset. Today, she'll share heartwarming stories, teach you tips and tricks to building a successful business, plus how to unlock the secrets to creating a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset. And now, here's your host, Marla Tabaka. And hey out there, so thank you for being here today because we have a cool topic and I know it's cool because whenever I write about this topic on Inc. for Inc. Magazine, I get literally thousands and thousands of shares in social media. So let me ask you, have you ever had one of those days where you wake up with the greatest of intentions and and you get to work eventually after your workout and a healthy breakfast and all that good stuff? And you come home in what seems like hours and hours and hours later and you reflect upon your day and you think, you know, I didn't get anything done. I had all of those things I'd intended to get done. I even have a to-do list. What's up with that? I, where's all my time going? I don't know what's happening to my days. There aren't enough hours in the day. I hear all of these types of comments all of the time. So let me tell you that, again, I like to say on this show, you are so not alone. I get to speak to people like you every single day in my client base and the people I interview and the people I, I speak to. To at, at speaking events and such. And, and I'll tell you what, people aren't always productive. In fact, I find a lot of entrepreneurs out there are really lacking in productivity and they're doing things that really aren't the work of an entrepreneur. So on this show, I want to offer you five little ways that you can focus your mind and maximize your productivity and also some some fun thoughts and and sort of out of the box solutions 12 unlikely steps to outrageous productivity and i say outrageous because they're just little things that you can do and and they can increase your productivity more than you would have ever have guessed it takes some willpower because when you're stuck in that rut don't you find that sometimes it's hard to want to break out of it, right? You're sitting there and you're you're kind of enjoying going through your junk mailbox or or reading lots of different articles online or spending some time on YouTube and you think, I, I don't want to be more productive. I'm here for a while. I'm just going to stay put. So the, the 12 things that we're going to talk about in the second part of this show are, are kind of quirky things to, to break out of that rut. So... One thing that a lot of people don't realize is that it takes only a few distractions to eat up like half of your work day, literally. Just a couple of things can totally blow your day and and totally walk all over your well-meaning thoughts of a productive day. You know, one of the things is multitasking. 
Come on, I know you do it. It's that that dirty little word that everybody once thought was so fabulous, multitasking, doing more than one thing at a time. And you're multitasking when you're bouncing back and forth between your smartphone and your tablet and your laptop and your telephone and your employees and all of these different things. That's multitasking. The fact that you're just being distracted is enough to really take a bite out of your day. To me, the words productive and multitasking should not be allowed in the same sentence because, you know, while people like to think that they're being really productive when they've, they're juggling all these balls up in the air, you're not. You're just procrastinating. You're just delaying. And I'm sorry to tell you, you know, a lot of people think that it's cool to look really busy and it's cool to look like you've got so much going on that you're really, really important as the business owner. Frankly, I want you to think about that. I don't, I'm not trying to be mean here, but I see it happen all the time where people think that, you know, it makes them more knowledgeable, more important, more savvy, more uh, whatever it is if, if they have a thousand things going on at once. And it's just not cool. Okay. Single-minded focus is the key to great productivity. I'm going to say that again. Single-minded focus is the key to great productivity. Distractions like texts from family or or friends or employees and those urgent quote-unquote emails from clients are all time-consuming. Okay, they're just things you don't need to get involved in except on a rare occasion. Now, did you know that it takes up to, I've seen everything from 4 to 28 minutes for your brain to refocus after being interrupted. I mean, wow, right? A two-minute interruption can lead to a full half hour gone down the drain. So let's do some math. Eight, eight little distractions and half your day is shot. That's amazing, isn't it? Think about it. Eight texts. Eight emails that you really don't have to read, a combination of things, you know, that great article that you want to make sure to read on ink.com, you know, it just takes eight things like that and your day is shot. So let's send your productivity level through the roofs and uh, none of these things that I'm about to, to mention uh, include multitasking or email or getting on your smartphone. So the first one, number one, is to set expectations for yourself. You know, it's easy when you're online to drift off into social media or to get stuck cleaning out your inbox and to be drawn into even those mindless computer games. I remember once a friend of mine called me and said, Mar, I can't stop playing Spider Solitaire. What should I do? I'm addicted. I can't stop and I'm not getting anything done. Yeah, it happens. This is most common. When you're unclear or uncertain about your next steps, okay, really, if you don't know what your next steps are in your business, in your day, in your hour, then you're going to find yourself multitasking and um, delaying, procrastinating your results. So update that task list on a regular basis and assign each item a few very, very specific actionable steps leading to completion, Okay, your task list is one of your most powerful productivity tools. It's really important to keep it in place, in play. And if you don't know what to put on it, 
then you need to work with a coach because you really should at all times have like three months worth of goals set out for yourself or more, a whole year's worth, depending on where you're at in your business. You know, so for instance, right now I'm designing a new group coaching program that I'm really, really excited about. It's going to target solo practitioners and solopreneurs, really micro businesses. And um, we're going to work on the things that are really keeping you blocked, those emotional blockers. And then we're going to work on strategy for the business. And so I have a notebook. And yes, I have an old-fashioned notebook. I love it. <laughs> with, with my tasks all laid out, out in front for me, out, out in front of me. And so I always know what to refer to. I really like for me, because I'm a visual person and I love completion, what works for me is to keep this notebook in front of me and to be able to cross off things. That's really, really rewarding for me when I can cross off things and when I can get down to the bottom of that page and say, wow, look at what I've done. You know, I'm right on track or, oh, you know, I've done, I've done some great stuff, but I'm not on track. I need to really make up some time. So here's how I'm going to juggle my schedule to make sure this gets done. So so what kinds of things does that include? Well, um, you're designing the program, figuring out all of my marketing for the program, you know, looking at things like pricing and and connections, people who I think might really either want to take the program or who might want to promote the program with me or who might want to participate in the program as an expert. You know, so I have all of these things and then and then yeah, I have to do some video and I have to get the website going for it. So I'm pleased to say that the program is over half complete. And I've been doing that because I keep track and I, I assign certain times of the week to do nothing but work on this program and nothing interrupts with that flow or that time segment that I've assigned. So these lists, okay, these lists alone are going to boost your productivity so much. Now, I had a gal come in here uh, not long ago, and she had a huge list, and she said, I'm just, I'm just overwhelmed. This is too much. I can't, I can't bite this off. So, so I said to her, okay, you have to break this down. Let's prioritize. Let's put it into under subject headers, into topics, and let's figure out what's really the most important for you. What's your top priority? Well, it's making money. Okay, so what's going to bring in money the fastest for you? Well, it's going to be X, Y, and Z. All right, so let's break that out. So you see what I'm doing? I'm, I'm taking this big goal and I'm prioritizing these goals, okay, figuring out what's most important. And for most, you know, uh, SMBs, really making money is most important. And so what's going to be the fastest way to the bottom line and then create your steps from there and just do it. Just do it. You'll find yourself so much more productive if you do that. And a lot of people don't like lists, okay? Some people really love, and, and I do this actually for writing my book. I have my book in an app. It's called Trello. And some people love having a productivity app and a, um, a project management app actually is what it is to track their productivity, Okay, so you have apps, you have software, you have an Excel spreadsheet, you have the good old-fashioned notebooks, 
You have just Word document lists. You know, there are so many ways. You have sticky notes. I have clients who actually put sticky notes on on their walls, and when something's done, they move it over in a done pile, and and they love that. They just love that. So, you know, think of something that works for you. It's very important that you use a method to organize your your tasks in a way that's really going to speak to you. So set expectations for yourself. Know what the, what you need to and want to get done. And if you find yourself consistently not getting things done, then you need to look at the motive, okay? Why is it important that you get these things done? What's hanging out there that you're not happy about? Maybe your direction is off. Maybe you've got some fear going on. You don't believe in yourself. So check into that. And if you find a big reason for being stuck, you get a hold of me at Marla at MarlaTabaka.com. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. Equipped with the right skills, knowledge, and most of all the right questions, you too could have the success you're looking for. Join Laura Atchison as she hosts the Entrepreneur Masterclass each Wednesday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's been said success comes from not only what you know, but who you know. But what if you don't have access to the top experts? Well, that has changed. Laura Atchison, best-selling author, international speaker, and business strategist, brings you top experts from all around the world to help you take your business and your life to new heights. Join Laura for the Entrepreneur Masterclass every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on the All Business Radio Network. I am not the woman I used to be. I'm free with Minister Diane Jones. Monday nights at 10, 9 central on Toginet. This is your chance, ladies, to hear stories of hope and healing from someone who's been there. Someone who has fought back from the horrors of incest. Minister Diane's innocence was stolen from her in the land of alcoholism and mental illness, which led to her being emotionally, physically, and sexually abused by her parents. Yet in spite of this trauma, she has gone on to become a successful wife, mother, registered nurse, and minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm Free is a straight-up show to enlighten you and to lighten your load. Do not let the weight of this world or the things that have happened to you control your life. For more on the show and Diane and her book, The Story of Me, email her directly from her show page here on Toginet. Then, join us for I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm Free with Minister Diane Jones. Monday nights at 10, 9 central on Toginet.com. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marla Tabaka. 
And so we're talking about little ways that you can increase your productivity. Actually, they're not all little ways, but they're important things to do that I'll tell you what most people don't do. Most people who are struggling for success don't do. Successful people, yeah, they do these things. So so that's that's telling, isn't it? So the first one was to set expectations for yourself. Make those lists, make uh, timetables, separate out you know, times that you can do certain tasks. And the second one is to set expectations for others. You've heard that old, that old phrase, um, the open door policy. My door is always open. Well, that's not such a good thing. Okay. If you create a culture in your company that says your door is literally always open, you're just doing nothing but asking for trouble. We teach others how to treat us. That's one of my favorite sayings that I've, I've kind of been I made up, I don't know, somewhere along the way. And I think it says a lot. We teach others how to treat us. If your employees, your clients, family members, friends, all get a favorable response from you every time they interrupt you, they're going to continue to steal your time and attention. And that's what it is. They're stealing it from you and you're letting them do it. You and your business deserve better. So, you know, when mom calls at uh, 11 a.m. and you say, hey, what's up? Or your friend or whoever it is, you know, then they're saying, oh, this is good. This is good. I can call Sue at any time that I want to and it doesn't matter. Well, whether you work from home in, in a, uh, you know, an extra bedroom or in a basement or on your dining room table or whether you've got a nice snazzy office or even if you work for someone else, you know, those calls on a regular basis are not welcome. And you need to look at that culture that you've designed, whether or not you have employees, because we design cultures for our friends and family and and our virtual assistants and even our clients, okay? You do deserve better. And so you need to create some boundaries. Create specific times for your open door policy if you do have employees and uh, if you do allow calls, outside calls during the day, and stick to it, you know, these, this is going to create some difficult discussion time, okay? And you just need people to know that because you're self-employed doesn't mean that you have leisure time on your hands seven days a week. And I hear that from clients all the time, new clients, because we change this, where they're so frustrated and actually their feelings are hurt because no one takes them seriously enough to leave them alone during their work hours, you know, I was working and my husband called. He was on his way to the airport and he just wanted to know if he had clean shirts or, you know, my one of my clients called and, you know, they're really nice and everything. They're a good client, but they just called to shoot the breeze or my sister called because Johnny got five stars in kindergarten today. Well, it hurts to not be taken so seriously. You know, you want to share in those things. But again, if you worked in a corporate job, you would not be able to take all these phone calls. And people need to realize that you need to protect your time. And so if you say it right, if you handle it nicely and kindly and you explain it like that to people, they're going to understand and they're going to support you. So 
don't pick up that phone. Have a secret code or something if something is really and truly urgent, if that makes you nervous. Don't pick up that phone. And, and as far as clients go, again, we teach people how to treat us. If your clients think that they can get hold of you for every little thing just because it's you know a whim that, oh, they've got this great idea. How about if we add this to my account or take away this or I can't spend that much money or whatever it is, and they're going to call you all the time because their $500 a month is a lot of money to them, but it's a small client for you, right? So perspective is what we need here, okay? Protect your time. You deserve it. Your company isn't going to grow if you don't do that. Number three, be aware. Multitasking is nothing more than a procrastination technique. We talked about this a little bit earlier. When you're uncertain about your direction or you're unhappy about having to take, your, take on your next task, an interruption can feel like a relief. So watch how you respond to these interruptions. Sometimes they're interruptions that we create ourselves. Like, oh, well, I have to read this, arg- uh, this article because it's pertinent to one of my clients. I do that all the time, really. I go on to Inc. or, you know, one of my other favorite business sites. I think, oh, I have to know what this guy has to say. I love this guy. i got to read it. And I stop what I'm doing. And before you know it, a half an hour has gone by because I'm sending it to all my clients. And these things are good to do, but I need to have a bucket right, or a list to put these things into, so I go back and do it. And if you put that time on your calendar, because I'm hearing you, I'm hearing you out there saying, well, I won't ever get back to it. If you put this time onto your calendar to look in this bucket and pick out a task, you're going to get it done. And, you know, there have also been a number of times where I've went back to that that list and I've said, oh, you know what, now that I read this article again, I'm so glad I never sent that. You know, so it can save you too to be a little less spontaneous and things like that can be a good thing. So be aware of how you're responding to the interruptions, whether you create them or they're brought on by something else. You may tell yourself that a client needs an answer right away or that you'll disappoint an employee if you're not available immediately, but you know that is not true, okay? If you are constantly jumping from one thing to the next without completion, you're just avoiding something. So ask yourself why. Be more aware. Why am I avoiding this, and what is it that I'm avoiding? Once you have the answers, you can make take meaningful action steps to do and complete more. Again, you know, if you're stuck on that, if, if you've been... Oh, gosh, you know, there are times, as I said earlier, I'm, I'm doing my best to write a book, but I have to be honest, you know, there are times where I'll go weeks and weeks and weeks without even looking at it, and I'll finally sit myself down and say, all right, Marla, what is going on? Why are you avoiding your writing time? What is going on? And I'll find out why. I'll find out something I really don't like about myself or about the process or how I feel about something or or even that I'm scared. Yeah, you know, we all we all get nervous about things. We all instill these limiting beliefs that on the logical side don't necessarily make a lot of sense, but on the emotional side they are there just rearing up in your face and stopping you from doing what you need to do. So, ask yourself the tough questions. 
How long have I been procrastinating on this? Why am I doing this? What's going on? And what can I do about it? And again, this that's just a great spot for a coach to step into your life and, and to help you through and to help you identify those things. We get a ton of ahas in our coaching sessions, okay? A ton of them where people say, wow, wow, I didn't know that I felt so bad about that or that... I was so afraid of that or that that memory was affecting me the way it was or is. And then we use our wonderful little techniques like the emotional freedom techniques, tapping or NLP or hypnosis or just talking it through to help remove those barriers so that you can get to done on these things. Number four is to turn off notifications. Okay. If you're working on a computer, close windows when you don't need them. Then turn off social media notifications and shut down email. For goodness sakes, shut it down, okay? You don't need your email open all day long. You're most likely not going to miss something that's critical. When you keep your email open, all you're doing is you're waiting for an excuse. You're waiting for an email to come in that says, me, 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 over here, pay attention, do something with this, okay? It's an excuse, big old excuse stamped on your forehead there. That's what these things are. There are very few things that can't wait an hour, even two hours, maybe a whole day. It feels good to be needed, right? But it feels better to be successful, I love that. It does. It just feels so much better to be successful than to be needed because being needed is out of something that is unhealthy. Being successful, however you define that, comes from a very healthy mindset. Now, here's a little trick that, you know, people forget about these things and and they're so simple. I'm sure that you've even wanted to do this before and you've just never done it, but use a timer whether it's an old-fashioned kitchen timer or an app on your, your smartphone or, or your whatever it is. I'm not going to say in Outlook because your Outlook is closed right now, right? So use a timer. Here's why. Your brain can focus intently on a task for up to two hours at a time. So imagine what you could achieve in two uninterrupted hours. Oh, you'll just be so happy. So many of my clients say that once they apply these productivity rules, they accomplish more in a single morning than they did previously, you know, in an entire week. Set a timer for an hour and get to work. Then set it for five more minutes and take a break, stretch your legs, whatever you need, refresh your water, whatever it is that you need to do. Change your environment. Very important. Before the show, I went out into my yard and I enjoyed, you know, 10 minutes in front of my pond and watering my plants and things like that because that's kind of what helps me restore And uh, I really enjoyed that. And I felt kind of refreshed when I came in. So go ahead, set that timer for five more minutes, stretch your legs, change your environment, shift your state, and then take the timer with you, you know, when you wander off to do all these things so you don't get stuck in unnecessary conversations or, or just lose yourself somewhere. You remember that timer rules, okay? The timer is the boss. Now give yourself one more uninterrupted hour and feel the magic, you know, and if it helps you to feel better, 
go ahead and set the timer for another 15 minutes and check your email, check in on social, whatever you need to do, voicemails, whatever. But set that timer for 15 minutes, the timer rules, and, and then go back and set it for another half an hour. I'm sorry, another hour, and take that next chunk out of your to-do list. You'll feel so good. If you can, maybe you can't even do this every day, but maybe you can start with three days a week. And if you know, the trick is to know exactly what you're going to do in that time. Don't just set a timer and sit down to your computer. Know exactly what you're going to achieve and know the steps to achieve it. And know when you're, when you're too stuck and you have to wait on something and then The magic will begin. We'll be right back. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. We often ask, is that all there is? Why is this happening to me? Why am I always broke? How am I going to survive this mess? Then join Dr. Geraldine Tegeloff for Nature Spirit Speak, 7 p.m. Tuesday evenings on toginet.com. Geraldine is a metaphysician, nature intuitive, and prosperity coach who shares with you how she went from totally broke to living what she would call her perfectly prosperous life. Through the combination of a wealth of metaphysical knowledge and her amazing ability as an intuitive, Geraldine brings to you the secrets of her magical journey of healing emotionally, spiritually, and financially. As with the ancient seers and master teachers, Geraldine has a unique gift of being able to connect to the simple yet profound messages brought to us by Mother Nature and happily shares these through today's note to self on her webpage, naturespiritspeak.com. Connect with Geraldine during her show, Nature Spirit Speak, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Familia, faith, identity, tradición. Latina life is never boring, but it can be muy dramática. So how do you coexist between the old school ways of la abuela and the new school life you're creating for yourself without losing your faith, familia, identity, or tradiciones? Welcome to Living Latina with Francesca Escoto, where culture curls and curves collide in one spicy cross-cultural conversation that will leave you begging for mas. Francesca tackles all the important issues, from politics to family values, to religion to, you guessed it, relationships and men. As Chief Everything Officer at the WOW Factor, Francesca is passionate about showing women of all cultures, ages, and lifestyles how to rock what they've got with style, sass, and smarts. Be sure to join her every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time for Living Latina, only on the WooHoo Radio Network. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. 
It's the Million Dollar Mindset on Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marlon Tabaka. And so are we feeling productive yet? I hope so. I hope that this inspires you to change a few things and to really get down to business because I believe in you and you can make your business, your life, your 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 job, whatever it is, very, very successful if you follow some of these strategies that we talk about here on the Million Dollar Mindset. Now, you'll find outlines for many of my discussions from here on the show over in my article articles at inc.com. So make sure to visit over there as well. And uh, it'll save you from taking notes. It's, uh, it's a nice little perk. And that is inc.com slash author slash Marla hyphen tabaka inc.com slash author slash Marla hyphen tabaka. And you'll find uh, actually two articles comprised today's show. And uh, again, it'll save you from taking some notes. And Nicole's got a lot of attention in social media and such. So I hope you're enjoying going digging a little deeper into them with some examples and such because I'm having fun. So now we're going to look at 12 steps that are very, very, very different in terms of thinking about productivity. Now, we've talked about the detailed to-do list and how it will improve your productivity. And for most people, it does. Some people are really turned off by lists. Um, but I'll tell you, getting your tasks out of your head in some ways is critical to absolutely everyone, 100% of the people out there, because your brain doesn't need that extra load. So do it. But I'll tell you what, the typical task list is really missing some some things that can spice it up, make it more fun, and make it a lot more productive. So we're going to go over those 12 things here in the second half of the show. And again, you'll find this article over at inc.com slash author slash Marla hyphen tobacco. So the first thing is to do something you don't like. That's right. That may seem uh, contrary. But important things can fall to the bottom of your your list simply because you don't like doing them, right? Happens to me all the time. You know, there are calls I don't want to make or research I don't want to do or, you know, a lot of things, okay? So take those things and put them on sticky notes, okay? Take them off your to-do list, put them on sticky notes, and select one a day during your high-energy time of the day. Oh, do you hear that little squeaking in the background? That's my dog. He's having a silly little dream. He's 105 pounds and he looks like he's running from a mouse. It's so darn cute. Anyway, this makes me productive to have my dogs in the room. <laughs> so, so list those tasks on sticky notes and select one a day and do it. And it's important to do these things when you are feeling high energy. Okay, don't wait until you're tired at the end of the day and say, oh, I got to choose one of these. No, perform them during your highest energy point because it's going to take a lot less discipline if you just play with it, drag it down, say, all right, I'm making this phone call and then I'm going to do this, you know, and I'm going to move on to the next step and I'll have this off my list and it will feel so good. So do something you don't like is the first. The second one is to meditate or pray, or whatever it is that's very peaceful, relaxing, and centering for you. Meditation isn't just about relaxation. It activates the right side of the brain. 
which is responsible for creativity and a heightened intuitive sense, okay? Every business owner needs to be in tune, in touch with that intuition. It's really important. People don't give intuition enough credit for for their success. But we hear people say, all the time saying, well, it was a gut instinct. I just followed my gut. I just felt I should do it, and I did. I don't know. There's just something that told me to do it. This is all intuition. You all have it. We all have it. And it can save you from making mistakes. It can help you to make your choices. It can help you to be more creative. It can help you to think bigger. Make time and do meditation. If you don't know how to meditate, there are just gobs of, of sites online that have free meditations and guided visualizations. And all you have to do is sit and listen. That's it. Just sit and listen and just try to stay focused on it. Practice every day, even if it's for just two minutes. Otherwise, you're going to be missing on an opportunity that some of our most successful leaders consider just indispensable. Spiritual time, meditation time, prayer time, whatever it is, it happens every day in most successful people. And uh, it's, it's something that will actually just, it will change your life. So this third unlikely thing to create outrageous productivity is kind of similar. It's all about daydreaming. Yeah, you heard me right, daydreaming. You, you hear people say, you're never going to make anything of yourself because you're just a daydreamer. Well, daydreaming is really phenomenal for entrepreneurs as long as, we're, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's relative to, <laughs> to reality. I mean, we, we have to be careful that we're not daydreaming all day long, but set aside time to daydream. When you imagine a fabulous, fabulous result, you're sending signals to the part of the brain that acts like a filter and decides what you do and don't notice. And I've got, I've got a great example. I, my, my daughter is, is soon going to be buying her first car. And I'm letting her, you know, daydream about all of the cars she'd love to have. And, and one that came up was a Mustang. Oh, my gosh, I'd love a Mustang. I've always loved Mustangs. I want a Mustang, you know. And, you know, so I just let her talk about it and daydream about it. And I knew that, you know, like we live in the Midwest, okay, a Mustang in December, January is just not a smart choice. It would be in the garage probably four months out of the year and and she'd be stuck and, and regretting her decision. But I didn't tell her that. I'm not going to be the one to tell her. She'll figure it out on her, on her own. And so during this time where she's daydreaming about a Mustang all the time, we're out driving in the car, and, and she says, oh, my gosh, look, there's a Mustang. That's almost exactly like the one I'd like. And then five minutes later, oh, my gosh, I've never seen so many Mustangs on the road, Mom. What's going on? Well, the thing is that she's triggered what's called the RAS, Reticular Activating System. And that RAS, as we call it, uh, actually lets things through to the brain things that we may never have noticed before. When she didn't have money for a car, she never noticed the Mustang. She could care less. She couldn't have one, right? And it says to the brain, okay, woohoo, you know, look at this, you know, make her more aware of these things because then it's going to bring it into her, her little area of awareness and increase her odds of getting it. 
Okay, you want it more, you're going to work harder for it. Who knows, you may even see one with a for sale sign on the side of the road. So this was really fun. I love seeing these things in action. And so I told her about it. I said, this is what's happening for you. You know, you've been focusing on what you want. You've been feeling it. That's key here, okay? In daydreaming, really feel it because it's that feeling that the subconscious mind engages with and says, whoa, this guy's serious. He really, really, really wants this. And it, it creates a um, sort of a, a disharmony in the brain, okay? And, and the brain doesn't like feeling that way. It's stress. And so the subconscious says, all right, filter, open up and let this through because we can't let this dissonance keep, keep happening. We've got to get this brain uh, another message so that it feels better and can start producing. So take time to daydream. Really feel it. Really feel what you want. You know, it only takes up to 30 days. And in my daughter's case, it happened within two days of focusing on something you want. And that filter is going to be triggered so that you can see greater opportunities that you may have otherwise missed. Train your brain to think big through daydreaming. Now, here's another one that's kind of unlikely, but fun. I titled this one, Pull a Few Weeds. Yeah, you heard me right, Pull a Few Weeds. I said to you earlier that before the show, I went out into the yard and I just kind of putzed around my koi pond. Now, I built that koi pond with my own hands. It's like 1,300 gallons of water. It's four feet deep. It's beautiful. I love it. It's, it's older now, so it's really established. And I'll tell you what, it felt so good. It felt good to get out into nature. And I did exactly that. I watered plants and pulled some weeds just for 10 or 15 minutes. Now, according to a study at the University of Washington, the experience of nature helps to restore the mind from mental fatigue of work or studies. It contributes to improved work performance and satisfaction. You don't have to make a day of it. Just step outside into your, your yard or walk to a local park or enjoy a few minutes just communing with nature wherever that is for you. It doesn't have to be anything huge during, during your busy time, okay? I was really busy this morning, but I knew that before the show, I just needed to kind of center myself to get my mind off of what I was doing to create a transition, and there's nothing like nature to do that. So have a little fun out in nature, whatever that means to you. And, you know, again, I see nature as lots of trees and weather and, you know, beautiful views and, and my pond and things like that. What is it to you? Where do you have to go to really feel connected? When I worked downtown, I was fine going out on the roof of, of the building when, when NBC was at the Merchandise Mart. We could get out on the roof. That was nature to me. I was connected to the sky. I could feel you know, breathe the, well, the fresher air. <laughs> so, I'd, uh, you know, I could see a distance. I could see the lake. What is nature to you? What's accessible to you? It doesn't have to be the middle of a forest preserve. So, so, so far we've gone through three, four things. Do something you don't like. Take time to meditate or pray. Do a little daydreaming and pull a few weeds out there. Connect with nature. You'll be amazed at how much more ref refreshed and focused you are and how much more you'll begin to get done. So why don't you give me a call if you could use some help with some productivity or anything else. My email address is marla at 
Marla Tabaka, T-A-B-A-K-A dot com. That's where you'll find me, and I look forward to hearing from you. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. Is there more for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Be here for Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer. Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Trisha will dig deep into topics that matter most to women, inspiring women to make a change in their own lives and to make a difference in the world, and maybe even deep within their own hearts. Trisha is a wife, mom, speaker, family expert, and author of 24 books. For more information on Trisha and Living Inspired, go to her website, trishagoyer.com. That's T-R-I-C-I-A-G-O-Y-E-R.com. Trisha's vision is to be the voice of hope and possibility for women of all ages. Her intention is to serve ordinary women by encouraging extraordinary things with God's help. Trisha expresses real life, filled with real hope for real women. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Living inspired with Trisha Goyer. Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on Toginet.com. Information about book publishing is power. The power to change your authoring life and the power to change the lives of your readers. So join us for Your Guide to Book Publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Thursdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 Pacific. You'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now. As the book shepherd, Dr. Judith Bryles is in. And each week, she will include publishing professionals that will reveal tips and secrets to the author's journey. If there is a book in you, you want to listen, learn, And yes, call in with your questions each week. For more on Judith and what she can do for you, check out her website, thebookshepherd.com. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Brought to you by Author You with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Thursday evenings at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marla Tabaka. Hey, hot topic here today, Dollar Mindset. Truly, people love this topic, and I understand why, because we all go through times where we're not productive. And when I say times, I don't necessarily mean days or even a bad week. I mean, you know, there are people who get lost in themselves for years and and come into coaching or call me and say, you know, how do I change this? And and you know it's important to ask those those questions what's going on what am i dreading what's causing this and uh and to really take a look at at you know why you're stuck but these little things we're talking about today can help you get there they're maybe not individually the answer although they're all powerful you really want to look at the big picture and and understand why you might be procrastinating or why you might not be getting a lot done because really it is usually not 
just a problem with time management. It really isn't. Usually when someone says they're not productive, there are far, far deeper reasons for the lack of productivity. So I encourage you to get some help with it if it's really a problem in your life. So another kind of fun little one after pulling the weeds is to listen to music. I stumbled across a study done by um, an assistant professor in the music therapy program at the University of Miami. And what Dr. Lisiak found is that those who listened to music completed their tasks more quickly. They also came up with better ideas, she says, than those who didn't because the music improved their mood. And we know how music can shift your state. I mean, oh, what's uh, that fabulous song, the, the happy song, right? You know, happy, happy, happy. I love that song. And whenever I put it on, I do. I feel happy. I feel good. I feel like dancing. I, I feel like doing. I feel like getting out of my rut. It's so much fun. That song hasn't become popular just because it's a cute little jingle. It's become popular because it changes people in the moment. It helps people come back to the present. It helps them to increase their concentration because they've broken out of their rut or broken a mood or broken something that isn't isn't you know working for them. So break out your headsets if you're in an office with others. If not, go ahead and just, you know, Find it on YouTube. There's a great little uh, uh, video on YouTube of him singing that song. And, and, and go ahead and turn that on a couple times a day or whatever other song does it for you. I have a friend who listens to really mellow, beautiful music, guitar, piano, even singing bowls. And that helps her productivity. Whatever music helps you, figure it out and listen to it. If not all day, then just for short periods during the day. So listen to music. Here's a really important one. Clutter, right? Declutter the desk. Declutter your office. If you've got stacks sitting all around, it's kind of, it's usually representative of what's going on inside of your head. So clutter creates stress. And we don't need more stress in this world. We've got enough stress, right? So take time at the end of your day or Whenever you can do it, I actually, I'm, I'm a person who by the end of my day, I'm so ready to get out of my office. And so I usually leave a mess, but then first thing in the morning, I clean it up. And it's important to me. And on those days where for some reason I can't do that because something else occurs that takes me away from that, oh man, I just feel awful. I feel awful. And so I always make a habit of cleaning up my desk as often as I can, at least once a day. You know, stress, just the clutter, it dominates your mind because it keeps so many things on your radar. That's the other two. You know, the other thing, too, you glance over and you see that stack of invoices and you say, oh, my God, your heart just sinks or your stomach clenches. So you get that headache or your shoulders go up to your ears. and you say, Oh, it's just a reminder that I don't have the money to pay those. Or you see that that name on on your notepad says call. James and oh my gosh, you do not want to call James because you know it's not going to be a pleasant conversation or whatever it is. You know, it's just a reminder of all of the things gone undone that you have to get on. So put those things away, get to your task list, put them, you know, log them on your task list and make sure that you get back to them so you won't feel that pressure. You'll feel so much less overwhelmed and exhausted and depressed if you declutter 
your mind will feel much more free. Don't believe me, just give it a try and see how it feels. I mean, when I declutter my desk, I can physically feel the, ah, it's amazing. Okay, here's one that's just fun, and we kind of touched on this a little bit already, but it's dance. When you're stuck or you're frustrated, get up and move to that music that you've put on. It takes only a few minutes, not even that sometimes, to release those feel-good endorphins and to shift your state, okay? It resets your brain. Okay, you hear me say that, use that phrase all the time, shift your state. It's, it's an NLP phrase, neuro-linguistic programming. You know, when you get in a state where you feel bad, you feel slouchy and slumpy, you feel uh, exhausted or whatever, if you get up and you do something, it's going to help you shift that state. So it can be anything from, you know, listening to music and just doing a little dancing and having fun to exercise. Exercising every morning is so important or every day is so important. And if you're not a big exerciser, it can really simply mean five minutes. You know, they have studies now that are saying that five minutes of exercise several times a day of getting your heart rate up there several times a day for five minutes is even more effective, especially for those over 50 to to break down that fat and to get the heart exercising and to do your body some good. So five minutes of jumping jacks or dancing, just having fun is just going to do wonders to shift your state, to get your brain refocused and to get back to work. Here's another cool one. And you heard me mention my dog having these little puppy dreams over here. Snuggle with your pet. There's a recent study from the Virginia Commonwealth University that found that employees who brought their dogs to work experienced lower stress levels throughout the day. And they also reported higher levels of job satisfaction and had more positive perception of their employers. Okay. So invite Fido into your office like I do and indulge in an hourly hug. You know, I have, as, as you pro- if you listen to this show, you know me at all, you know I'm a big animal lover and I've got two dogs sitting here right now. One is on my feet and one is behind me and uh, I make no apologies for that. I, I think that, you know, success to me is, is defined you know, by the freedom to do those things. And and I feel successful that I can have my dogs here because I get to sit in my office and make money and, and help people and do all the things that I do with my animals surrounding me. I love that. I love it, love it, love it. So give it a try. Don't shoot Kitty out of the office. Bring Kitty into the office and enjoy some kitty loving or some doggy snuggling or whatever it is. You don't have a pet, well, then, you know, maybe it's your child. I mean, yeah, we get this from kids too. Um, Whatever it is, you know, wherever you get that warm, snuggly, cuddly feeling, indulge. Our next one is open a window. I found the coolest, coolest um, video on um, interior plants. Let's see, interior plants. Cat, I'm not sure what this is supposed to be. C A P E S L L C. Oh, interior plantscapes. Sorry, it's hard to read it when it's all one word. Interior plantscapes, LLC.com. How to grow fresh air. This guy actually did a TED talk, uh, researcher Kamal Meadle, um, with an M created a system to increase fresh air in his office building using three commonly available indoor plants. And the results were really astounding. One of the many benefits was an amazing increase of more than 20% in human productivity. 
wow. So opt for some fresh air. You know, crack a few windows, uh, even in the wintertime, if it's cold out, I love to crack a window for a few minutes. Or, you know, if it's if it's not bitterly cold out, if it's like in the 40s and 30s and sometimes even in the 20s, I just crack a window, you know, quarter of an inch, and get that fresh air going. And uh, it just makes such a difference. So if it's a nice day, go for a walk outside. Um, but don't let the air conditioning or the heater be your only source of air circulation. Make sure to get some fresh air in your office. And it just makes such a big, big difference. So check that out if you like to. Interiorplantscapes.com and it's how to grow fresh air. And uh, you'll see that. On that site, seeing how I mean, he put just millions of dollars into a gobs of money. It was great. Take a break from social media, folks. According to Yale psychologist John Barr, B A R G H, our brains attempt to stimulate simulate rather real work by refocusing on the completion of mindless tasks, such as doing laundry and checking Facebook notifications. Okay, so you're checking Facebook, you're doing laundry. Hey, yeah, this is cool. I'm busy. I'm doing it. I'm busy. This is good, right? Okay, these distractions can trick your brain into releasing the euphoria of accomplishment while leaving important tasks to complete, undone. So fight the urge to engage in these procrastination techniques and stick to the activity that's most important to you. Get out of social media. I mean, yeah, yeah, use social media. You know I'm all over it, but make it real. Okay, we've only got a couple of minutes, my wonderful producer Casey tells me, so we've got two more. That's just perfect. According to a 2011 Harvard Medical School study, an entire third of the American population isn't sleeping enough to be at peak performance function. That's amazing. This costs the economy an estimated $63 billion a year in lost productivity. Let your employees bring those dang dogs to work. (laughs) A restorative nap of 10 or 15 minutes is going to do wonders for your energy and keep it on track. So so do. I I learned that some time ago in, in talking to people who are very successful and interviewing them on things they had in common. And so many people confessed to a 10 or 15 nap during, minute nap during the day. So you're not you're not cheating, you're not slacking. Go ahead. Kick back, put your feet up and do that. The last one is read some fiction. I love diving into a new dot novel during my downtime. So so many people though think fiction is a waste of time, but that's not true. Fiction, on the very least, at the very least, expands your mind and improves your imagination. So every entrepreneur can use a little more imagination. Pick up some fictional novels and indulge. Have fun. This is Marla Tabaka, and I've loved having you here with me today. So big shout out to all of you. And I look forward to speaking with you again next week, same time, same place here on Toginet. And you can find me at MarlaTabaka.com. Marla at MarlaTabaka.com. So in Facebook and on Twitter and in LinkedIn. See you soon. Thank you for being a part of the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka from Toginet. If you've always known there was more out there for you, but you just weren't sure how to get there, and if you've always